This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. If I was closer to the thing, I would hit the 
drum one. Which one? Hold on. Okay. Are you disgusted that I'm going to hit it with my foot? I'm going to wipe it down. Okay. Wipe. Wipe. The blue one. But the left blue one, the turquoise. <laughs> you I hit two at one time. Yeah, okay. It did play it, though. I heard it. It was I did. underneath Do you it. want to? Yeah. Okay, we won't do that yeah, again. Yeah, we won't do that again. I do have very flexible feet. Well, only fans. You know what I did? I almost tweeted it, but I was like, gross. I was like, do you think there's a market for foot picks for people who have like poor circulation? But then I just thought that kind of like stepped into like necrophilia. You and I had this conversation like oh. a year ago. Oh, oh, okay. <gasps> we did. <laughs> oh, it just came back to me. Dude, the sky looks so, look at the clouds right now. Yeah, that's great. It's beautiful. You can't see this because this is a podcast. We are on video on you Patreon. Might though. be able to see it right there. Maybe. Well, welcome back. We are an advice podcast. I'm Megan. I'm joined by my fabulous co-host producer Melissa. Hello, my name's Melissa Diamond Mots. Sure, rub it in that your middle name is not Marie Rose Lynn. What are the other ones? Do you not even know how everybody has like? 80, I would say 80% of the population has the same middle name. Have you not heard of this? Yes. Oh, okay. But I was but like, I thought, I don't, I don't even know. I'm tired. Me too. We're not fighting. <laughs> I didn't, I just, I thought you were like, you named yours within that. Because it so, is. I know. And so it I just was, took you a minute. Yeah. But yeah. I'm you, sorry. I'm computing. <laughs> she's hacking. No, I mean, like, my oh, brain ooh. is like, it's taking time to compute. I can tell. Yeah. It's okay. So that's mine too. That's <laughs> I mine. mean, we were literally outside and I thought I made a mistake in a sentence that I made. And then I ran it back through my head and I said, no, that was correct. Sentence. In my face the whole time, I'm just like, what? Because <laughs> you also like, the funny thing is for other people when they're like, oh, wow, I'm really like tired or I'm like slow responding to things. My is- mine becomes just faster. And it's not like I'm listening better or doing anything better. My brain just starts like my brain doesn't ever is never really slow unless I guess I'm maybe if I'm drunk and mine's then it's just too fast. Like, mine's more like I said something and then I replayed in my head again and again. It's like, OK, that was good. Wow. I don't know if I could remember what I said. Well, you know, I have a memory that I wish wasn't as good as it is. Yeah. I don't have that. I did yeah. replay the sentence in my head. Oh, I already forgot the one. But the one I just said before that. I know. I know that's a, it was only like three words. And I was like, okay, I remember. I forgot it. Wow. Welcome. <laughs> He's so happy to be here. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, basically we're an advice podcast. If you're new here. Hi, we love giving advice. And why do we give advice? Because we can. We are, we have a podcast. Let us, let us live. Um, we have no credentials to give advice, but what we lack in credentials, we make up for in opinions. We have opinions on everything. I like how you do not trust me anymore to finish that sentence. No, because you never fucking remember it. <laughs> but the thing is, now, every now time you do. You I wonder that the next time I do <laughs> give you the break, you're going to be like, fuck, I forgot. You're just like, it's like, like a pee shot. Like the last like two. Three ones. I've been ready, but you um, keep going. Okay. Well, you know, what, next time I want you'll <laughs> prepare. You'll forget. <laughs> Fucking nits. 
Um, so if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, uh, we play voicemails. So leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we ask that you are 18 or over, have your parents' permission to call in. You let us know your age, your pronouns, and you only have three minutes. So the best way to go about it, we always recommend write down what you're going to say. Pull out your timer on your phone, time it out, see how long it is, see if you're missing any information. And then you can honestly, like for the call, we appreciate it when you have written it down and then you could just read it on the call. Like we love it. It's very well prepared, very succinct. And same thing applies for um, international listeners and voice memos. You'll get cut off at three minutes and it just won't ever play. Like, so Um, those are all the things I say at the start, right? Yes, they are. I'm in a weird mood. Who? Me. You? Yes. I don't like when you talk like this. It's just as Like out. what? You know, it's so like Stepford wifey. What's new with you? <laughs> I hate it. What's new with you? Tell me what's new with you. Hi, Megan. Okay. I will get straight <laughs> to the fucking update. <laughs> Should I tell everybody what's new with you? What's new with you? I don't have anything new with me. Was that story you were going to tell me that you didn't... I already told you on another podcast. Oh, fuck. Wow. Sloppy Sorry. seconds. How are your dating apps going? Uh, I was, like, depressed the last two weeks, so... Mm. So not, not good. good. No, but I've started taking birth control, and I feel better. Oh. Yeah. Inge- I wonder... Yeah. Hormone balancing. Yep. Nice. Well, I'm happy for you. So you didn't... Thank you. You didn't depress swipe, because no, that is... that's... I know, <sighs> and honestly... Everybody, it it got to a point where everybody was talking to was getting on my nerves, uh-huh. and I was like, I'm not giving people a fair shot. I just need to close this out yeah. right now. Um, but I'm feeling a lot better now. Good, well, I love that for you. Yeah, Thank when you. you're not in a good headspace and you start swiping, I've done that, and then that's when I like text next, and I'm like, fuck, yep. Because you're like, these people suck, and you're like, you also speaking of sucks. Yeah, my friend told me about some other app. I forgot the name of it can't tell you because we're using my phone to record because i forgot to bring the other one but yep. it's like for people that are like on their shit professionals like, yes i know what you're talking about um the only one i know that's like also professionals is locks club but that's um like young jewish professional yeah. i guess any age jewish professionals yeah this isn't them obviously um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even mm-hmm. though i would say 80 percent of the guys that I match with her. Jewish, Jewish guys. Yes. Yeah. You know what? You should um tell the cute story. Was it Audrey who did the the thing at school? We're writing who she wants to like. How it was just like all the answers about you. I want to see Aunt Melissa. That was so long. Ago. I know, but you never said that. But that's an that's a cute thing. So my niece Adriana wrote this summer bucket list, and um, so it says places I want to go, California, <laughs> things I want to eat. All the sweets at my auntie's house. She always has sweets. So for that, I thought that she was referencing my other sister, Megan, mm-hmm. because I mean, she's never been in my house. And yeah. it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but then I forget, you know how I do my, um, when I'm on my period and I buy oh. all the sweets. Yeah. And so that's what she was referencing. From like video, like from what she's Because I will literally sit down and just have like yeah. a table full of chocolate no you have like there's a new okay. i don't know if it's an actual restaurant i think it's one of those ghost restaurant things uh-huh. you know yeah. i'm talking about Spooky. that all of it is is chocolate 
and it's like european chocolate so it's really good chocolate and they'll make like they'll chocolate dip like oreos and so delicious if you're in la just look up chocolate on doordash i guess they'll deliver it anywhere that was also because it's closer to where you are there was a big one um that was like one of those things that would always be in like random little like cornery mall things in riverside that it would be ones but they would everything would be like caramel or chocolate so you get anything dipped in either of the two yeah that's good anyway um things i want to do i want to go to disneyland I don't know who's going to take her because it won't be me. Cause I'll take her. You'll take her. I forgot you like, I like Disneyland. Disneyland. All right. Now, um, clothes I'll wear. A princess Tiana dress. <laughs> and people I want to see. Auntie Listen. Princess Tiana. So I love cute. that we're on the same level. Yeah. And also the whole theme is you. Like as soon as it goes, mm-hmm. where do you want to go? California goes, I know where this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> like it's going to be the entire theme. And it's just adorable. I love it. Oh trying to think if i have anything anything new um it's almost my birthday by the time this comes out it'll be closer to my birthday trying to plan something fun to do am i invited okay she's doing this just for the podcast you're on the group text like you already know i do but you just wanted everyone else to know that you were also (laughs) invited okay and if i feel like if i wasn't invited people would be mad be like imagine i just they're lie here. fake <laughs> they're fake 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 bitches no you're obviously invited um i do need to figure out though like am i am i a wild bitch that is like gonna go to are we gonna go am i gonna be that friend who makes all of my friends go to palm springs in august that's why we need a big ass pool well that, of course i mean there's no that's the entire point yeah but i was thinking of that or i was thinking i was like maybe we could do like a arrowhead thing or whatever but then you have to like interact with way more people because like you have to have like a boat day like you know what i mean don't there's more activities boats? i don't hate boats but i think boats might hate me like i don't do well i'm a queasy i want to go to pumps yeah okay cool. i've already been like great okay perfect so you want to mentally fit, okay, cool. figuring things i'm just out. glad because you're you're some i mean actually none of my friends would lie to me and say if they wanted no one would go just to appease me i've like told my mother about it <sighs> well should we hop in to our update hop 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 so self-explanatory we've got an update from a call from a previous episode um, okay, so my original call was that I was having trouble with staying in the closet. I had a girlfriend and I've had her for three years and I just really wanted to tell my parents, but I was afraid of their reaction because they're really traditional and Hispanic and just, I was just scared, <laughs> but I was feeling really conflicted because I felt like it was getting around time for me to tell them because I've been having her around and she slept over before. So I really just complicated things over time. And my update is that I came out to my parents. <laughs> that was fast. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the reason I felt like I could do that is because it was like a week after your call. My brother got like belligerently day drunk and like out of nowhere said, um, dad knows everything. And I was like, oh, my God that's horrible. Like he said it in such an ominous tone that I was like, Oh no. Um, and he told me that he probably knew that I was dating my girlfriend, not just that I was queer. And so I kind of panicked, but then literally two days after that happened, my mom approached me and she was like, Hey, just so you know, like I noticed you never bring any guys around and you 
I've never had a boyfriend before and I just want you to be happy and I want you to feel loved and cared for. And, and then she started like crying and she was like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I just want you to be happy. But that was like completely out of nowhere. And I was kind of in shock. So I gave myself time to like, think about it. I called my brother and talked to him and he was just like, do it, do it now. He was camping at the time. So I was alone with my parents. It was just me there. And I, I was about to say it to them. I, I told them I need to tell you something. And I started crying cause I was really scared. And then my dad hugged me and he said, is your partner, your girlfriend? And I was like, yes. And then they said, we don't care. It doesn't matter. We love you and we love her. So they basically already knew at that point, I guess. So what you're saying is yeah. I was right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> this is going to make me cry. This is so sweet. I'm so happy. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was really happy. Um, as soon as that happened, I was like, Melissa was right. <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh my. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just really happy because um, you were kind of scared because of like financial stuff right like they yeah yeah because yeah, that my partner ended up having like they got outed so yeah. they had their finances taken away completely and things just went the worst way for her yeah well I'm ugh, I'm so happy for you I'm so happy that this like went I'm happy for you and I'm also so happy for your partner for both of you to like be in a home where you're not keeping any secrets and you're accepted and comfortable. Um, especially I'm sure like a lot of anxiety probably also came from how your partner, like how that whole thing went with their, them being outed. Um, and I think it's also like so great that like your parents already were like, and we, we love, like, we love your partner. Like we already really, like, we really like them. So that's such a great thing. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. This is like the, oh, I love this. I this know. is like the one thing that gets me to, this is like the one TikTok genre that gets me cries. Like people coming out to families or like families being like, we accept, oh, it hits me in the fucking feels. And I'm just, I'm so happy me too. for you. Me too. You. My partner was also really happy. Um, we had like a movie night, all of us together. So they really like spending time with her also. And that makes me super happy. Oh, this, I this love is this. Wonderful. I'm so happy for you. Everyone's going to be so excited to hear this update. I know. Like this is. I know. Thank you so much for calling in originally, and um, yeah, like just being able to like be like a by proxy a part of like watching this happen and hearing about this is like so great. And I'm yeah, I'm so happy for both of you. Yeah, and thank you for your advice. You actually helped a lot. Like when you said they probably not. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you're so spot on so spot on that's hilarious uh, well thank you so much for giving me update and everything well thank you of course bye. bye back from the update this makes me so happy me too because i love when i'm right <laughs> you do i mean i i can't even shit on you because i also love when i'm right but this but I'm happy for her, especially because yeah. when this happened, it was like during Pride Month too, and her yeah. parents came to her, so they they knew, and I'm happy that that everything worked out. Yeah, and the fact that like it's also basically already like a lot happened all at once. Like we know we love you, it's great, and also we know that this is definitely who you're dating, and mm -hmm. like we love her, mm -hmm. and I think that's yeah, I think that's amazing, and mm. yeah.
so happy. Yay. Absolutely love it. Um, and I always feel it's like great to be included in this kind of like when there's really happy stuff, being able to like share that and be like excited. Obviously the sad stuff is too like, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. Um, should we get into the rest of the episode? Roll the tapes, play the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm 21 years old. I'm calling in for advice about how to confront someone. Um, over the past few months, I've started questioning my sexuality, and I'm pretty sure I'm bi. Um, I'm very lucky to have friends and family who are very liberal and supportive of the LGBTQ community. And I know they will accept me no matter what. That being said, because this realization is so new, I've only come out to my closest friends and my little brother. I know that my parents will love me no matter what, but I'm still nervous to tell them because it's such big news. The problem I'm having is with one of my closest friends who I'm out to. She also uses she, her pronouns, and is also 21. She's a part of a family that my family is really close with. And the other day we were talking, and she was telling me a story about how she was talking with her mom about dating. And her mom kind of said that, I don't know how the topic of um, being gay and dating came up, but her, I guess her mom said that um, being gay isn't a choice and referenced me as an example of that. My friend said it in passing in the middle of her story, but I know she told her mom about my sexuality. I don't mind that her mom knows because she's like a second mom to me and I would never, it would never be mean to me because of my identity. But I guess I'm just a little upset that I wasn't the one to decide when she knew about my sexuality and I wasn't the one to tell her. I guess a part of me is also worried that her mom will accidentally out me to my parents before I'm the one to tell them. It feels really weird to have that choice have the choice of who knows about my sexuality taken away from me and I want to talk to my friend about it. I'm not a very con confrontational person so if you have any advice about how to bring this up or what I should say to my friend that would be really helpful. Um, thank you guys and I love your podcast. Well lucky for you you've got the queen of confrontation. Haha <laughs> hello <laughs> welcome my subjects. <laughs> um, yeah I mean I think the first question is how did this conversation with your friend go? Because you are out to your friend and I'm assuming your friend knows that you are not out to everybody. And I would hope that they had told your mom, like their hold had told their mom, like, Hey, like she's not out. So let's <laughs> like, please don't like, let's not. And also, um, in general, it, it, it like I think the sentiment of the mom is like great, but if someone's not um, out to you, like speculating and talking about their sexuality, I mean, talk about anybody's like. Did the friend tell her mom? I think it came out, and the mom, the mom just they were talking about how it came up. However, it came up, and mom said that being gay is not a choice and then use the caller as an example. And so like, I think we're, it sounds like your friend confirmed it to her mom, which if you like, if that's, if you're mad about that, that's like also a very valid thing to be upset about because unless you've had a conversation private pre previously where it's like, Hey, if someone asks you or talks about it, I don't want you to lie. I want you to say I am, but like, don't it's, um, she's not out yet or anything like that but yeah i think you have to ask your friend to ensure 
to tell her that she should have told her mom, like, <laughs> A, we don't speculate about people um, and who they're attracted to, especially when they're like not here and like has not come out to you. Um, but she's not out to her parents. So please keep it to yourself. But also, like, how did your friend tell you? Yeah, that's what I'm... Like, how did this... Like, I understand maybe her and her mom having this conversation, and then she comes and brings the story and tells you, like, why... It, the whole situation just seems odd. Yeah, it seems odd. It seems... I can understand, like, maybe telling your mom something, and then... Like, you can't, you tell, can't tell anyone. Yeah. And that's a conversation that they have between themselves. Maybe, maybe the friend was trying to like, be like, look, maybe like they aren't they're they're thinking that you're very concerned about coming out to your family that they won't be accepting. It's like, look, I, my mom knows and like, she thinks it's great. And she's friends with your parents. Like maybe it was like that kind of a thing. But I think like the ultimate thing is to have a conversation with your friend. And, um, if you spend a lot of time at this like friend's house with her parents, I think if you feel comfortable, you can also have a conversation with her mom too. But I would have a conversation with her and just be like, Hey, can you let your mom know that I'm not out to my family? And like, I think like her sentiment is great, but, um, and in general, if someone like figure out what it is you want to do, if, (laughs) which I think sucks to say, if, if people are suddenly speculating about you, um, what you want your friends to like say, I think it's kind of a no brainer that like, it's not my, it's not my thing to share. Mm -hmm. Um, but some people are also very adamant about, um, some people can find a little, like some like straight people can find it like a little, like, Oh, I don't want to lie. I don't want to make it seem like it's a bad thing and I'm lying or whatever, but like, it's also not our choice to make. So I would, let your friend know with that. And then any of your other like close friends or people who know, I think I would just kind of do it like a quick pop check-in with them and be like, Hey, um, some people have like through proxy been finding out that I haven't had a chance to tell yet. And this is something that like, I'm going to tell people at my own time and my own pace. And it's something that whatever your feelings are regarding about coming out to certain people, like it is your it's your, your story, your yeah. journey, your choice as to who you tell and when you tell and how you tell them. Mm-hmm. And that was taken away from you. Yeah. And it feels like kind of it's like a weirdly passive way that it's like, oh, like my mom assumed and then I convert. Like, yeah. So I think that like it's just having a direct conversation about that. And then for the other part, you're like, how do I deal with like people finding like, I don't think you should have to, like, I don't think that this needs to be like, I don't think you need to control your response or figure out how to deal with people. Um, letting other people know that you're like by before you tell them, like they shouldn't tell them. And I think that I would assume if you have this conversation with most of your friends, I'm going to assume that like this other friend might be the only one who this is going to be like a yeah revelation to. I'm also going to assume if, the same way that I assumed with the update. If your friend's yeah. mom knows, <laughs> then your parents probably know yeah. too. Yeah, but I mean I I yeah, I But I, I understand if that's being the the it, like you want to be able to tell on your own time. Um but and that might 
be taken away from you because they may slip up and say something. Yeah, that's just, again, I like, the energy, great, but just like, stop. It's just odd. And part of me also wonders, I'm like, how did that conversation come up? Like, I think she told her. I think she just said it. And then your friend, I don't know if this mom has like loose lips and she goes around telling people stuff and your friend was like backtracking to cover her ass. Me and my mom was just talking and she was like, she just was like, you know, it's not a choice because Sarah's bi. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would, I think the bottom line is have the conversation, set those boundaries, um, with her and any other friends. Then I would also do some more digging about that conversation because like, it's weird. Like, I I think that like, you're right. I think it could have been, I told my mom and then like, I realized that like, she might accidentally tell your parents or they were like going to go do something. And so like, I wanted to like, I I was trying to cover my ass or whatever or maybe it wasn't even like maybe it never even actually happened but she just like thinks that you're very nervous about coming out to your family and so she was like well my mom was saying that like being gay is not a choice like that's just such a weird specific thing that i'm like does that come up in conversation was like someone else saying that it was like was your friend and i don't want to say your friend was insinuating what that was or were like they talking about your friend's sexuality like talking about like the only way that I've heard like that even come up in conversation is when somebody will jokingly say something and it's still offensive and I don't think it's a good joke um, and say like, like uh, she dated blah, blah, blah. And he turned her gay, like she's gay now. And then somebody will say, well, sexuality is not a choice. Yeah. Cause I'm wondering, I'm like, were you, were you and your mom talking about like some like, <laughs> homophobic shit that like some politician was saying and then it was like this is the conversation from her because sexuality uh, it's not like that being gay is not a choice maybe they were watching something on tv that's what yeah so like i would i would i mean maybe you don't even care about that origin of it but like to me and just the story just seems you know seems a mm-hmm. little weird it's, it's yeah it just seems it seems a little odd because yeah it seems like a response to something or just very much like i am an have you seen that one tiktok audio that's like slay queen we are sashaying away with deals like every like every store during Mm -hmm. pride month um but yeah so have those stern talking to with your friends and also like it's not (laughs) don't feel like you're being like uh I don't not I don't want to put this on you to make you think you're feeling like this at all but like your friends who are there for you for all of this like this is the least that they can do like is to respect your wishes for all of this kind of stuff so like don't feel like you're like burdening or like being annoying with being like hey can you not or like blah like no no it's the easiest thing in the entire world to like not out somebody mm-hmm. um and it really should be common sense but for some people it's not and like you don't have to like filter your reaction to that. Like you're also really, you're allowed to be mad. Mm-hmm. So I hope it all goes well and you get to tell your parents. In on, your own time. Yeah. And it also sounds like you've, you're not worried about your parents' reaction at all and they're very accepting and all of that. So I think even if on the off chance it did come back to your parents, I don't think your parents, I think your parents would like let you 
come to them when you were ready. Mm-hmm. And that's happened before to people I know that they've been um, passively outed, quote unquote, that wasn't necessarily public and they weren't there for, but families had found out or even times where like parents figure that kind of stuff out through anything. Yeah. And, but it's about waiting until they know that, you know, they'll be accepting. And so waiting until you're ready. Yep. Should we get on to the next? Yeah, we should, Megan. Hi, Megan and Melissa. So I have a pretty big dilemma that I would like to get your input on. I've talked about this probably to literally everyone I know, and I'm just lost at what to do. So I'm 21 years old, and my boyfriend and I have been together for more than two and a half years already. Um, so during COVID and that whole shebang and lockdown and whatever, um, we decided that we would want to move in together. And so right now we are both still living with our parents. Um, and we wanted to move abroad to Europe. Uh, we're not American by the way. Um, and so we said that we would wait until the summertime to see, you know, how we are feeling about it and starting to look for jobs. And I have a European citizenship, which is why we wanted to move to Europe. And also because um, we just really liked it there when we were there. Um, But almost two months ago, I want to say, my boyfriend applied for this job um, in the United States where he gets sent out to work in the U.S. Um, for like security purposes or whatever, but that doesn't really matter. Um, and he didn't tell me before he applied. He only told me afterwards. And at first I was excited. And then now that he's doing the course that he needs to for the job, um, we're kind of realizing that I don't really have a way to move with him because I applied for the same job. I didn't get accepted. Um, and I'm not American. I don't have like a work permit. Um, I only have a tourist visa and he really wants to move. And we're talking about him moving in like the next month as when they want to send him out. Um, so everything is going really, really quickly. And, um, I am just like lost. <laughs> um, my parents told me that I should try to get like a student visa and try to, uh, find like a course to do or whatever. Um, but I just really don't know how I'm feeling about it. By the way, for work, I currently work, um, as a content creator for a, uh, for an NGO, but I am an actor and a model as well. And that's just something I really want to pursue. And I could try in the US, but I really wouldn't know how to go about it, especially since I don't have a work permit. So thank you so much for listening. And I really would appreciate your advice. Thanks. I would be high key offended. I'd be so pissed. I'd be like really because he applied to the job and didn't even tell you in a different country Mm -hmm. that you can't like you can't get to i mean like do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like a different <laughs> european country like it's a place where he knows you don't have like a work visa i would be i'd be really offended 
because I don't mean this in a bad like what does your boyfriend think because you've talked about like oh my parents think I should get a student what does your boyfriend think you should do because he's not making effort to stay in the same place that you are well and also like you were both making an effort you both had a plan Mm -hmm. and like in my mind I would have been like if you want me to move to America when you were applying for jobs I applied like you you said you applied for the same job as him like he should have told you that then have a better chance of you getting said job and like being able to do this together. But like from what you're saying, it is not sounding. It's not sounding like he's. It sounds like I'm moving to America. Come if you can. Yeah. And if you can't. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, like, he didn't consult you on this plan at all. And, like, so you've been dating for two and a half years, so most of your... No, so, like, half of your dating has been in the pandemic? Half, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would... Honestly, what I would do is I would have a really honest conversation with him and be like, do you still want to be together? Why, like, why wouldn't you tell me this about this job? Um, What happens if I don't come? What happens if we move, I moved to Europe, like we had an intent, we had intentionally planned. What then? And I would see what he says, because I think before you start bending over backwards to move somewhere that you have not expressed prior in the call, that this wasn't, this wasn't your plan. This isn't really where you wanted to be. I think before you like bend over backwards, trying to find a way to get here find out why you weren't included in the plan and why he changed the plan yeah and also does he want you to come like doesn't sound i would be so mad like i would be so 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 mad because like and her parents are like for this right well, it sounds like they're problem solving. And that's why I want to know if your boyfriend is problem solving. Because if they're being like, oh, well, you could, because you could, you could get a student visa, you could like do that. And that would be able to tide you over, essentially take classes as many as you need to keep that up. And then you could get a work visa from finding a job while in the States while you're already in the States. But like your boyfriend should be the one who like should be, where is he, how is he contributing to this like problem solving kind of plan? Um And I also say all this because, like, you would essentially be moving across the country for, I mean, moving a fuck ton, like, hella far away for somebody else. And then what if the relationship doesn't work out? What do you have here? There's nothing that's bringing you here from your job and that kind of stuff. I think you guys just need to communicate and have a conversation because he made a lot of decisions without you when you guys already had a plan and he veered away from that plan. So now does he want you to be part of his plan? Because it's his plan. It's not your joint plan as it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that like for what you're doing, like you have to establish yourself in like, for especially like modeling and acting, like you have to establish yourself. I mean, acting, I can't speak on modeling in the industry there. And like, even actors who are from Canada, who come over to the U S like you have to start out. Like mm-hmm. if you're still like in the process of auditioning, you're not getting offers on like offer only. You basically have to start 
over and like you know big fish small pond small fish big pond and all of that like your your job prospects are not um are things that are like really connections based and like very luck and up in the air and that kind of stuff and so why would why make it hard do you mean like why Mm -hmm. make it harder why come here you don't have to i'm like a i'm yeah i would be really offended but i think yeah i don't think the solution is moving here i think like if you really want to move to the states and like that's like a dream and all that stuff then i think you have to be long distance for a while until there is something that makes you really want to move here and you have a work visa and you have that. But like, I think, you know, signing up for classes and doing all of that stuff, like you are going like 10,000% and he's not going any percent for you. What do you want? Yeah. Like if you want to go to Europe, go, go. Go. You don't need him for that because he didn't need you to apply for this job. No. And even if it was like an on the whim kind of thing, like this is like it's still a conversation to be still, had when what, they had a plan. Yeah, you already had a plan and like he's moving next month. And what is he? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think no matter what, even if you decide that going to America is something that you want release from the idea that you are going to go with him when he goes like because that will require again like you're going to end up in a new city and 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 i think you need my biggest advice is go if you want to go only go for a job don't go for a press like a prospective job don't go for like oh like maybe this will expand acting and modeling and all that stuff go for like a steady income and a job and a guaranteed work visa don't go for anything less than that. And that's mm-hmm. only if you want to go. But I would lose my shit. Okay. <laughs> we're going to take a break. <laughs> you were weird about that. I know. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah I drink mine specifically when I am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of 
getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We're back from our break. We're getting to the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am a single 20-year-old cisgendered female with she, her pronouns. I am calling for advice on how not to be dry over text. I have gotten on dating apps recently because of you guys, and I'm finding that it's hard to get to know someone over text and that the conversation gets really dry very quickly. Do you have any advice for keeping the conversation open? 
Another thing I'm struggling with over dating apps is I'm finding that the guys I'm talking to or looking at give me the ick and that I'm extremely picky. I have not been in a serious relationship and am a virgin, so I'm afraid for falling for a fuckboy and the softer guys that I am talking to are giving me the ick. Like, they just have some traits that I'm not attracted to whatsoever. So I don't know what to do. Please help. Also, I am a Pisces and a Taurus rising, I'm pretty sure. So do what you will with that. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. I think the good and bad thing is that there's a lot of culprits that this could be. So a lot of some of the times, like it can just be the people that you're talking to. And like, I want to say the majority of the guys on dating apps give me the ick. Yeah, yes. yes. Majority of men. Most, just men, most men give me the ick. Yes. So I don't think that uh, if you're able to spot that, then just swipe left and keep it moving. And I think if like if it's the if it's not every single person, mm-hmm. and first of all, some days you might swipe through and like everyone gives you the ick. But like if you can find a couple of people who don't give you the ick, then like I wouldn't worry. I mean, I don't think you should worry in general, but then like you're solid. Like, yeah, it's normal. Most most every I think every man except for moms gives you like also like what app are you on too because i've found from my own experience that some apps way more icks than the others yeah well it makes sense but like so part of the thing is there are certain like traits yes that give you the ick and i think you need to filter you need like an ick graph where it's like am i feeling an ick because like of this person's like answers to questions automatic swipe left am i feeling an ick based on this person's um hobbies or how they've described themselves like their political like am i getting an ick just by like their face like swipe left and then i think if you are having a conversation and you're enjoying it for a while or it's just kind of feels like having a dry conversation figure out what's a dry conversation and what's like an ick conversation are they like saying things that make you feel really weird or is it just kind of Ugh, this person's kind of boring because I think that people, some people are really, really shitty over message. Mm-hmm. And which I'm actually one of those people. You are. I'm the opposite. I'm great on message. And so I, for myself, I just be like, because a lot, most of the apps now have like a built in calling within oh. the app. So then you don't have to give them the, your number. And Smart. so I will just be like, hey, do you want to get on FaceTime or whatever the messenger yeah. app is in that? Because I'm better over phone. Yeah. And I think that like, that's what I would try out multiple different things to see, because I think like if you are, the issue is too, is if you are trying to make a conversation not dry, if the person is just like, not giving you anything to then work there's with, nothing that you can no, do. If they're just like, if you're asking a question and they're just like, giving you a one word answer and then that's it then there's nothing you can do everybody should be asking like you finish saying what you say you message and then you ask a question a follow-up question with that that's how you keep the conversation going yeah and also you need to be the conversationalist that you want to have back Mm -hmm. so if for you like i'm always like when you if you've read my book you can tell but like when i write it sounds like me so like when i'm having conversation like I think my first opening line to someone would always be like a joke. Like Mm -hmm. it would always be something funny or, and always be quippy like that. And if someone automatically wasn't responding with that same energy, swipe left. Same with me. I'll find something on their profile and roast them about it. 
Yeah. And then you're like, okay, can you hang? Do we have mm-hmm. the same kind of thing? But if you are not doing that as much and you're looking for that in somebody else, we, t- we just tend to mirror what we're get like giving back and forth. But if you are giving like fire response, funny as fuck, uh, and, and they're if, not. Yeah. And if, and maybe you're not funny yeah. and, may, and they're just not giving you a thoughtful conversation back. And if you're giving thoughtful conversation, but maybe you're not asking questions too. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing that with um, apps specifically is the best matches, I think, are from people who pursue each other equally. And I think a lot of the time, some people are really used to pursuing and some people aren't. So some people can like pursue so, so, so hard. And that just feels like icky and creepy because you only know like five things about me in a picture, Mm -hmm. a couple pictures. And then other people are used to being more pursued. And so they're kind of waiting for multiple messages first or like going out on a limb and all of that but because there is so many there's so many options and like swiping through and all of that kind of stuff it's about both being equally interested but i think if you're like looking to spark good conversation um always like i always reference something in the profile and i usually always reference um like not the most obvious things like Same. You can always like think about it like that's kind of my default now. Like I can automatically see them to go, oh, this is definitely what everybody talks about, and I'm like this other thing. But like maybe go with your second, th- your second thing that you see or you think of when you say that kind of stuff, and respond. Um, and then find out, yeah, are you someone who prefers to hop on a Facetime and talk? But the whole point of like interacting just with messages at first is, I personally believe that the like the only time that you should be kind of exchanging those messages like for an extended period of time is because you're enjoying Mm -hmm. that conversation. You're having a good conversation. And if you're interested in someone, but the messages are kind of like, they're not bad, but they're not great. Maybe that person's not great message. Let's hop on a FaceTime call. You don't have to have the same protocol for each person that you talk to. Um, And I think that there's nothing, yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being picky. Um, It's a unique (laughs) situation where it like amplifies how we're picky because like we have just way more options there. So I think it makes a lot of people, myself included, when I was on editing apps feel like, Oh my God, I'm so picky. And it's like, no, I, this is most people, most people aren't attracted or into every single person that like, if you think about it in like a day of like people just crossing your path during the day, you're not like, wow, I saw 60 people today that I want to marry. Like, and also too, I got into a thing where I was like, anybody that I saw, I would, like that I was attracted to and I like what their profile say I was swiping right and I was juggling too many people at the same time and so that also drives up conversation just like have two or three people that you're talking to at a time and then if you're done with that person move it and then bring another person to the rotation yeah yeah but I think that like you just have to figure out specifically what like again, filter the X. Mm-hmm. Another thing too, if you are able to do this, um, do the premium membership too, because like you can filter out certain things like political affiliations if you pay for it. Oh, yes. Wow. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, you it, it makes sense that you should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think regardless. it should be free, but, but yeah. yes. I didn't know. I thought they just got rid of that in general. Mm -mm. It's just now under their premium. Yep. Because you know me, when I downloaded dating apps while we were in Colorado, so I could try and find people who went to the Stop and Steal. Yeah. And then I just ended up being like, was really offended by... Oh, for that, they stopped it for uh, 
brief period of time. Oh, it's back. Oh. Yeah. But you still, like, it's, you have to pay for it. Yeah. I have lots of faith in you. It's going to be great. And, um, and yeah, trust, trust the ick. I'm like a big believer in like ick. There's a huge difference between like being kind of ick and bored. Ick for me is like a stop, throw, jump off the side of the boat. Like ick is like a no return. I'm done. Hard line. It's over. So and also don't try and work through it because that's like dating apps. You get so much fucking fatigue. Mm-mm. And if you are not feeling someone, don't feel any sort of obligation no. for any Just of this stuff. in the match. It yeah. happens. Yeah. There but, will be, I mean, unless he's like a real ick ick, there will be no heart feelings because they're looking for the perfect person yeah. that's their match too. And it only has to work out once. Mm-hmm. And that's like with relationships in general. I think we put a lot of pressure on like, it's not working out. It's not right. If it worked out every time we wanted it to work out, like how would you choose? You, that wouldn't. I mean, you wouldn't have to because it would just be the first person. You'd be done. (laughs) But now imagine, think back to the first person you ever like really like who it didn't work out with. I know. I would be married to a gay man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so would I <laughs> and you get older you're like that's why it didn't work out it's so funny and oh. I know his uh, younger sister and she's like remember when you liked my brother I was like can we not and she's like haha but yeah um, best of luck happy swiping hi Megan and Melissa I am 27 years old 27 year old female with the pronouns she her and I've been in a relationship for nine months with my 29-year-old boyfriend who goes by he, him. Everything in our relationship is great, and I love him so much. He is my best friend and is the only person I see a life with, but he told me he doesn't want kids. I've always been on the fence about wanting them, and I can see a fulfilling life without them, but I'm worried down the line that I will change my mind and lose him. So my question is, how does someone know if they want kids or don't? Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Oof. This is hard. I don't feel like there are a lot of people with this mindset. I think at 27, most people that I know are, I guess maybe not, but. I think, I think there's more people on the fence at 27. I think so. I mean, uh, I think if you're wondering about this and the future, I, I think that it might be. 51% 51% you want to have kids. I think so too. I do too. If you're wondering if you're going to lose him mm-hmm. and you're on the fence, then I think more of the doubt is coming from the doubt of wanting kids is coming from the fact that you don't want to lose him. Yeah. I think that like, if you had found out, if you found out that he didn't want to have kids and your true feeling was that you never wanted to have kids. I think when he said it would have been a relief and it probably would have been like, well, we're on the same page. But I think you having a response that you're like, well, shit. I think, yeah, I think, I think your initial response would have been a lot different if there wasn't at least a potentially a greater part of you that wanted to have kids than didn't, or really wants to keep that option open. Um, yeah, I, most of my friends I know who don't want to have kids, they are 
really adamant on like, I don't want to have kids. Actually, no, you're right. I do have one friends who, who both of them are very much on the same page of like 80%. They don't want to have kids and they think 20% maybe, but they're both, they're both there. And I think your, your boyfriend is, does not want to have kids. Mm -hmm. So if you stay with him, do you feel like there's something missing in your life? I mean, I think, yeah. And I think you're right for me to the beginning. I think if you are worried about future you, I think it's because you know you and Mm -hmm. you know that that might happen. And I think put yourself in. Okay. How about this? Envision you go on a date with somebody and what would he, what, what would you have done if he told you he really wants to have kids? Would it be the exact same reaction for you? Would you be worried that down the line, blah, blah, blah? Because then I think that you need to date somebody who is equally on the fence as you. Mm-hmm. Who's like, I could have kids, but I have like, no, I'm not, I don't absolutely need to. Right. But it's, I'm not. Yeah. Like I could have kids if I had them. That wouldn't be terrible. Yeah. And like, I, it depends on where I end up in my life. Like, I could definitely see myself having kids, but that's not something I've dreamed of my whole life. And so I feel like I would live a happy and fulfilled life. Um, I would feel like I would live a happy and fulfilled life as somebody without kids and a happy and fulfilled life as somebody with kids. And for ne- neither one, I feel like I would be sacrificing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'd be sacrificing who I am and my individuality and my time to have kids. And I don't feel like I would be like sacrificing like hopes and like childhood dreams of this. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, okay. Yeah. And so I think, and that's not, that's a lot of people are are, um, like that, but you have to be with someone who is also like that. And the Mm -hmm. only people I know in relationships who are like, they're with other people who are equally as like that. And that's what you got to go for. And it, and it sucks because it also, this is one of those things that you're like, you're, potentially ending a relationship for something you don't know is going to happen. But think of it as like protecting and preserving future you. And I think that even if there's a little bit of you that wants to have kids and all of that, I think it is best for you and him for you to like honor that and respect that. So you don't wake up one day and you're not like, well, shit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is what I really would want. And yeah. And I just think that like, if this is, then you, you can love each other a ton, but you guys just aren't meant to be. And this, I think is probably that sign. Yep. Yeah. Do you think nine months in is a little late to tell someone that? How soon do you think you should tell someone if you want or don't want kids? I think it depends on your age. Mm. I think if she's 27, I don't think nine months in, is it? He's but 29. He's 29. But it's also really irrelevant. Shoot, whatever. You know, um, and like, I think like for me, I'm 35. So that needs to be like something first date. Well, I also like that on dating apps, you say that Mm -hmm. like, I would, I would rather, I want to know. I don't want to have to. Yeah. I think I would probably ask on a first. I mean, I think it's fine to ask on a first date, but I don't think nine months. You don't think it's a weird. It's not. It's not like a long time to wait before saying something like that. Mm -hmm. But I think it also like it, it makes sense that she's on the fence because like it didn't come up until now but for me that's something that like in you like this is something that like 
I is important is so important to me that I would have brought it up. Mm-hmm. So I can see why this is um a difficult conflict. Um wow, should we just start speaking in bad British accents? I don't know. Mine's kind of nice. <laughs> I do like the face that you made. Very <laughs> so snooty. Yes. Yeah, but well, I don't want to be there's different kinds you can do too. I like know. It's a nice one. Mm-hmm. And you can posh. Get- I don't know what you're talking about. Cockney. <laughs> I can do once. I just start watching Love Island again, and then I'll be really good. Yeah. Rov. Rov. Oh, all right. It's time for Don't Blame Them. Woohoo. Coming at you. Coming at you hard. So, this is where a listener will call in with their own advice from a previously aired call from a different episode so they're given their own input maybe they have some personal experience or they just need need to tell us what they think so what episode is it from just let them talk okay we're just gonna let them talk never mind (laughs) hi i'm calling for don't blame them for season eight episode five in regards to the caller who was in college and concerned that she was behind financially so um, I'm in a very similar boat to the caller. I'm 19, class 2023, full-time student. I use she, her pronouns, and I live in the South. So I opted to go to a smaller college as well instead of a big university to save some money. So the first thing that I wanted to point out to the caller was um, questioning if her friends took out loans because if she's saying that she owes $1,400, which is an incredible price for tuition, by the way, good for you. You clearly have scholarships and everything. Awesome. Um, that's a lot different than somebody who supposedly owes zero because loans are covering it. So it could be a perspective thing of your friends either don't know or won't admit that they're taking out loans and so they could actually not be owing zero dollars. So just something to think about. Also with the jobs, um, I would never advise to take a second job if you can avoid it. I did it as a full-time student the semester before COVID and it was really horrible. Um, just way too much on my plate. Another thing regarding full-time, part-time, are your friends doing full-time classes? Because if they're a part-time student working full-time and they're going to graduate a lot slower if you're a full-time student working part-time, so you could get out before them making more money than they are. Just, again, a perspective thing. Um, as far as jobs, again, if you are unhappy with how much money you're making, which the job that you're working is clearly paying you, not enough at all, but um, instead of taking a full-time job, there are so many freelance sites where I think the caller said she wants to go into marketing. You can work and freelance for small companies who might want to hire somebody for a good price just to do some social media marketing or smaller things on the side where you can choose those jobs and how much time you're putting in and everything like that will also be any experience. Also to the caller, just please know that you are not alone in your financial anxieties as a college student. It is real. And if you don't take any of my advice or don't like what I say, just know that you have a friend out there who understands your struggles and it's going to be okay. All right. Love the podcast. Bye. That's so sweet. I'm going to give my first don't blame them gold star. <gasps> oh my gosh. So don't blame them caller. You are the one and only so far. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think she gave very good insight. That no, she gave like, think of at all and then actionable <sighs> steps to take and she gave like real advice that mm-hmm. i'm like yeah, i didn't go to college all night i mean shit. i did but it was a long time ago and all those things are things that i did not think of yeah like oh yeah part-time versus full-time student and then also lo- i know i don't understand anything about college loans at all like i don't understand it they're a scam well i know that but i don't understand like 
You can take out like a lot of money. Well, so you would still, but then your balance would be zero because you're not paying it. The loan's covering it. Oh, so the loan is. And you can even get enough where you get like a refund. And then you pocket. Yep. I mean, college is a scam. As someone who dropped out mm-hmm. of college, it's a scam. Wow. No, great points. And um, yeah, I, I, I cannot, cannot imagine going to college. I think it's like the most fucked up thing in the entire world that we have, we have normalized something that is so unattainably expensive for the majority of people. Mm-hmm. But like, and the way to obtain to go to it is by getting in debt. That's yeah. So it's like it it just like it's one of those things that I'm like the idea that we need this thing that is only feasible for like one percent, but everybody needs to do it. And so you're going to have to do all of this other shit and like pay all of it, like go into massive debt and like do all this other stuff for this thing. I hate and then I hate the whole like you're going to have a job at the college experience. But then also like you're not going to have a job like, oh, my God, like the whole thing is like it's just this it's weird fucked. And then the yeah. people in Congress that are against it are like, well, I worked and I paid my way through school because it was five dollars when you went. Literally. Have you not looked at how much tuition costs now? I don't know anybody who has had a massive amount of student loan debt. Even people who have paid it off, who have not been for forgiveness of student loan debt, mm-hmm. because they're like, I wouldn't, that's like hazing. I wouldn't right. wish that upon anybody. Right. Like, it's not a manageable thing at this point. Like, if it was manageable for you, uh, look at everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. that, oh, it just, it pisses me the fuck off. Me too. It's like, I paid for it, and you're right. It's like, you, would you pay $11? You know what pisses me off the most? Huh? How this is like Elizabeth Warren's number one thing right now. And people didn't vote for her. I know. She's our she's our queen. I know. All right. Before we close out this episode. So we basically have a correction um, from the June 7th episode for something that we did not know about. And this person commented publicly. So do you think we could... We can say we can say yeah. Because you put it on the Instagram. it's on Instagram. Um, so it was in reference to us giving some advice um to someone, and basically we said that they should, like you know, bad vibes sage the place, and we both had no idea that that sage is not something that anyone should be just like picking up and burning and using and all of that, and that it is a sacred practice and are bad. Mm-hmm. It had no idea, but someone left a comment. I can read it if you want me to. Okay. Can on, you see it? Yeah, so I got to get it close. On our you Instagram. can make it bigger, Ram, too. I think I can just zoom in. Yeah. That's it. From Janelle Lapointe. Uh, I'm listening to an old episode and heard you encouraging a call back to Sage their apartment, just letting you know that saging is a closed indigenous practice that has been culturally appropriated by white new age spirituality. Because of its popularity, white sage is now going endangered. Indigenous people were outlawed from their cultural practices until recent decades. And so it's important that they have access to their sacred medicines and that they can practice without cultural appropriation. I would not recommend encouraging others to appropriate this practice. So thank you. Had absolutely no idea. And... So my great-great-grandmother was half Indigenous, half Black. And um, I grew up saging. And I thought it was, oh. I didn't know that that's where, like, I like my great-grandmother was still alive until I was, like, 12. And that's so, so cool. Yeah, so her mother was yeah. saging. So, like, that had been a part of my life. And I, I had no idea. Yeah. 
Wow. Like this was... I didn't know that about it. That's That's yeah. really interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely grew up with families who saged, but like problematic white folk, like not shocked at all. I also Mm -hmm. grew up doing, um, traditional Indian dance and wearing a bindi and like having parents take pictures of like their seven-year-old children in saris and bindis. And I look back and I'm like, who, who let this happen? And anyone who's from Marin will know that Marin has like a specific, like affluent white people have a real specific liberal affluent white people have like a real specific pocket that they think they think they fit into of like, I'm respecting this. I'm like, I'm eight. You can't, parents can't tell me that I'm respect. I, I don't know any of this shit. So yeah, incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I saw a TikTok after I saw that comment, which I'm like, yes, TikTok. I love when you listen to my devices, not no sarcasm. Like I actually love it. Um, and, uh, it was someone else who was like talking about this and about how, yeah. And also just the whole like process of, and it makes complete sense to me that the whole like process of saging is smudging is the yeah, correct of, term. Yeah. Of smudging and like mm-hmm. using sage is much more than just like lighting something and what, and the whole, I, see when I do it, yeah. I light it and would say like a prayer and things while I did it. And I didn't know yeah. that that's, why see i know the but cultural appropriated know. version of that which is like you just light it and like that's what you're supposed to do and mm-hmm. like very hippie new age spirituality like they're totally right um so yeah this is like incredible info mm-hmm. so thank, thank you. you and we apologize yeah. as well we apologize and we retract that advice mm-hmm. and um that's it for our episode. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Again, all the same rules and requirements from the beginning apply. Please keep it under three minutes. Write it down. Practice. Make sure you let us know all the details, ages, everything specifics. We want all of the specifics. And let us know your pronouns and make sure you're 18 or over have your parents permission our video version of the podcast is only a dollar a month so that is literally 25 cents to 20 cents a month per episode that's it i mean 20 20 to 25 cents per episode a dollar a month it's not expensive at all and you can watch the video version if you enjoy that and if you just want to support the patreon we have a five dollar tier where we do two zoom live streams a month they're really fun we all really get to know each other and there's like no awkwardness at all. It's a great way to like get into like social interactions if you are like, if your country is opening up a little bit more and you're easing back into it, or if your country is closing down a little bit more. Um, it's like really your county, fun. your county. That is true. It's really fun. And it also just helps us continue to do the show. You can also put in any amount of money. So if you're like, if Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, I hate you, but I'll take your money if you want to like be like, $50,000 a month. And then we should be going after his wife. She's actually giving money out. Yeah, we should. But we, but I, want, I want his money. I want his money. Yeah, but she's given out, like, in the last year, like, I, I think I saw, like, I did, 500. I did see someone who said she's doing it for tax purposes, and I was yeah, like, but who cares? Yeah, she's still doing yeah. it. Because he's not. not. Okay, let's wrap okay, this up. Okay, um, yeah, follow us everywhere um, on the Instagram uh, by Megan and Melissa, personal Instagrams, everything is linked down below. We would love if you could um, follow us TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Fuck yeah. Goodbye. Ow, I just cracked my knuckle. It's like, is that your hip or your no, it was my knuckle. knuckle on my hip? It didn't even hurt. It just kind of shocked it, me. 
I heard like it sounded wet. I it did ju- very juicy. Okay, very juicy. I'm gonna have to wait a second before I get up so I don't faint. No, no, you're 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 fucking with me. Okay, I'm taking the headphones off. Goodbye. Don't blame me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Edited by Katrina Henning and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.